Yes and is a mantra that can be applied to every aspect of your life. These two words are ground zero for all creativity. These two words will help you shut down fear. These two words can change your life if you'll let them. Yes, I'm serious. And this podcast is on a mission to show you how. I'm Judy Holler, the host of Yes And. If Dr. Dre and Amy Poehler had a baby, um, that would basically be me. Listen, if you're looking for a no BS approach to life, business, and your mental health, then you are in the right place. So welcome to Yes And, where we smash comfort zones and navigate the unscripted stage of everyday life together. This is a Soul Fire production. You are listening to episode 54 of Yes And with me, Judy Holler. Well, hey, hey, Fear Boss, how are you? How the hell are you? Ooh, it is so good to be back here with you. And let me tell you, you are going to love this episode today. I chat with Kara Golden, who is the CEO of Hint Water and It's Gold. Yes, the CEO of Hint H-I-N-T, Water, and her book, Undaunted, is freaking magical. Uh, You got to read it and the book and our conversation and just Kara in general inspired my 2021 word of the year, which is for me, undaunted. Uh, It's an adjective, which means not intimidated or discouraged by difficulty danger, or disappointment. Uh, (laughs) Have we been through any of that lately? I think so. Uh, My goodness. And last year, my word, if you don't know, my word was unstoppable. Unstoppable. It was totally uh, inspired by Sia, probably my favorite artist besides Snoop Doggy Dog, right? Uh, But Sia, love her. And she has a song with the same title called unstoppable. Now, listen, I picked this word in like January 2020 before the world started burning up in in flames, but I really was on a mission to become unstoppable, right? Um, Which has a similar-ish feeling to the word undaunted, but it's a little bit different. And I really feel like last year I did that. I feel like I honored that word. Um, that word unstoppable. I didn't let COVID or all the disruption in the world stop me. Did did life become challenging? Yeah. Did I get slowed down a little bit? Yeah. But did it stop me? Fuck no. There is so much power in words. And having a word, an anthem, uh, an anchor, a North Star can be life-changing. And I'd even add life-saving at times. So for me, this year, my word is undaunted. Not to let the negativity get me down, not to let those who don't agree with or like me slow my roll, and to not let disappointment stop me from trusting my damn self. Listen, self-love, self-trust, self-empowerment makes you a one-woman a one-man revolution. There are no more powerful words in the English language than these three words. I love myself. 
All of your choices are a direct reflection of how you feel about yourself on the inside, who you date, who you marry, who you choose to spend your time with, what you put in your mouth, food, alcohol, drugs, etc. what you read, how you spend your time, all of it, a reflection of how you feel about yourself on the inside. So my greatest hope for you in 2021 and beyond is that no matter what your word is, and by the way, I'd love to know. Shoot me a DM on the Instagram. Let me know what your word of the year is. Oh, I love hearing what people's word is. But my hope is that no matter what your word is, that it empowers you to deepen the most important relationship you have in your life. And that is the relationship you have with yourself. Okay, so before I bring on the very badass Kara Golden, I've got a shout out. Oh, you know, that's right. Our fear boss of the week, who this week is Raid 23 who writes free ticket to happiness as the subject line of her or his review. And I love that. By the way, I'm gonna pause there real quick. Free ticket to happiness. I feel like that's what my favorite podcasts are. They don't cost a dime, right? All they do is cost you your time, but you're spending that time investing in yourself. So what an honor uh, to be someone's free ticket to happiness because this podcast doesn't cost you a dime. And I love that this is a place and a space that can bring you joy and inspire you to live a more joyful life. And Peter Ray goes on to write, Judy's positivity and incredible energy is contagious. Well, thank you very much. She wants you to succeed. Follow her, listen to her, read her book. You don't know what you're missing. Peter Ray 23, thank you so much for that badass review. And yes, this podcast is free, but you know what you can do to help us make sure that this podcast stays on the Fear Boss airwaves? Jump in, take 30 seconds to leave a few stars, write a couple of sentences and leave us a review. And every time you do that, you get a chance to be our fear boss of the week. So pay to raid, you're our fear boss of the week this week. So shoot me a DM on Instagram, email me at hello at judyholler.com. Send me your best mailing address and a little snail mail fear boss surprise will go out in the mail to you. And if you want to be our next Beer Boss of the Week, that's all you got to do. Jump in, take 30 seconds and leave me a review. Maybe, maybe I'll read yours on the Fear Boss Airwaves next week. Okay, Fear Boss. So did you know, you might not know this, but did you know that I celebrate New Year's, New Year's four times a year for real, for real. Listen, you are changing every day, every week, every month, plus, plus. That week in between Christmas and New Year's is so fucking magical. Why do we only do it once? Listen, I have found over the years that there is so much power in reflecting and setting intention and vibe checking and looking at your goals quarterly, not just once. This is how you stay relevant and focused and motivated and, oh, by the way, in touch with what's really important right now. Plus, with the shit show that the world is right now, how in the hell are you supposed to think any further out than the next few months? Yes, it's important to look at your year. Thinking about the big picture is, of course, important, right? We got to have our eyes on the prize. But more important than all of that is momentum and focus. Deep, legit, 
OG focus can give you that. And it's also how you move through fear because fear hates focus. So yo, my planner, the Vibe and Thrive Goal Focus Planner is going to help you do this. We work in small windows to reduce anxiety and achieve big results. So check out the link in the show notes or hop on my website at judyholler.com to learn more. Plus, I teach a live mastermind and our spring class opens soon. So I'll put a link in the show notes for the wait list if you want to join the community. But let me tell you, uh, your vibe your vibe directly affects your ability to thrive in this life. One cannot work without the other. So if you want to increase your net worth while leveling up your self-worth, let the Vibe and Thrive Planner light the way. Speaking of vibing and thriving, Kara Golden is a woman on a mission to do exactly that. Buckle up. This interview was so much fun. And anytime you get the chance to learn from an entrepreneur who grew one of your favorite brands, by the way, I'm obsessed with Hint Water, into a multi-million dollar company from the back of her Jeep. Yo, she was slinging water from the back of her Jeep. You better listen up and you gotta listen up. When someone has a story, a sort of Build it from scratch, right? Story. Oh, you got to listen. Her advice is invaluable. Her generosity is so dope and her courage is contagious. We talk about fear, of course. We talk about pushing through self-doubt. We talk about how to keep moving when shit goes wrong. She shares a story in her book and, of course, on the show about... uh something that happened with her water in Whole Foods. And as we were talking, there was something happening with the launch of my planner at the same time. And we sort of riff on these really frustrating experiences. So I think that'll enlighten you. And of course, we talk about being dauntless and running a business with courage. A little background on Kara, if you don't know. Yes, she is the founder and CEO of Hint Inc., best known for its award-winning Hint Water, which is the leading unsweetened flavored water. She has received numerous accolades, including some of my favorites here. So she was named EY Entrepreneur of the Year in 2017 in Northern California. She was one of InStyle's 2019 Badass 50. Hello, yo, how do I get to be an in-style Badass 50? Doesn't that just sound badass? She was also named one of Fast Company's most creative people in business and Fortune's most powerful women entrepreneurs. The Huffington Post listed her as one of six disruptors. Oh, I love disruption in business alongside Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg. And previously, Kara was the VP of shopping and e-commerce at America Online. Hello, AOL. Anybody remember AOL? Where she helped lead the growth of its shopping and e-commerce business to over a billion dollars in revenue. She's an active speaker, a writer. And in 2017, she launched Unstoppable. How cool. That was her podcast name. Uh, and she interviews founders and entrepreneurs and distributors across various industries. And her first book, Undaunted, I think it's so cool that she has both of my power words, was recently published in October of 2020 by Harper Leadership. She lives in the Bay Area. She's up in San Fran with her family. And you can check her out. Uh, we'll link up to Kara, her Instagram and her website at Kara Golden in the show notes. But for now, yo, fear boss, buckle up, light a candle, catch 
catch a vibe, do what you need to do. But here is my chat with Kara Goldman. Kara, I am so excited you are here. And can I just say something before you say one thing? (laughs) Thank you for writing this book. Thank you for being undaunted. And thank you for teaching me about the power of that word. It's now become a word I'm obsessed with. So thank you for writing the book and we'll talk all about it. And I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for all of that and for having me here. I I love it. So, and I'm super excited that you enjoyed the book. That means a lot to me. Oh, I love powerful women and I love powerful words and undaunted is most certainly one of those words. And so, you know, congratulations on the book. I absolutely devoured it. We're going to talk about that today, but we have to kick things off with the name of the book. So what, in your opinion, from Kara's voice, what does it mean for those of us who haven't read it yet? What does it mean to be undaunted and why? Why is that the overarching message to the reader who picks up your book? Yeah, so something I've learned along the way in my journey, and it's very, it's been very apparent to me just in in building Hint, but also just, I guess, my whole life as I as I've been uh, looking at my journey, the the ability to ultimately just go do and just go try and really live undaunted, even if it's a little bit scary. Even if you have no idea what you're doing or you don't have experience or you've got doubts or you've got doubters telling you that this probably isn't such a great idea. I think that ultimately going and trying is is not only the, the fact that you have a pretty good shot of ultimately being successful at it, but even if you're not successful, you learn from just trying. And that is living undaunted. And so I talk about it in the book, like I said, as a, uh, it's, the book is great for entrepreneurs and people who want to be beverage executives, definitely female uh, entrepreneurs, but it's so much more. It really is talking about a mindset. And frankly, you, I think, live this way as well. And so much of what we talked about the other day when I was interviewing you on my podcast was really living undaunted and just going and trying. And I I was uh, sharing with my son and my husband last night about your story and how ultimately you tried out at Second City and and you just did it. And as crazy as some of those uh, events that you go and, and do, I'm, what you gain from that is just so incredible. Mm. So, Oh, I love that. And it's a perfect segue into where I want to go next, which is the end. So chapter 21 of your book is titled Face your fears. And you had me at face your fears because I really take up um, arms against this word fearless. I think we're teaching a lot of people to be that we need to be fearless when really living undauntedly and having an undaunted lifestyle and a fear boss lifestyle. And most certainly a yes and mindset requires you to face your fears. So can I read from your book something? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you write this. 
Don't let anyone tell you that entrepreneurs are a special breed of human being that they, unlike normal people, feel no fear. That is not true. And it's not what being undaunted is about. It's actually quite the opposite. Being undaunted is understanding what your fears are, deciding when it's important to face up to them, preparing yourself to confront them, and then working through them. Okay. Yes. And can we expand on that? Because um, I'd love to get your take on courage and how that is an absolute requirement. Facing your fears is a requirement every step of the way, every step of the way. Absolutely. Well, I, I really believe that maybe we were courageous or, or maybe just, uh, stupid when we were younger, but I think for the most part, we gain this strength of being courageous only by doing. And I think this goes into this other theory that I have, which is that as humans, we actually really always want to be learning. Now, when you think about this concept of learning, that the the things that where it when you really stretch yourself to ultimately go and learn something it's sort of scary right you may not go out of your way to call it fear but you got some right like that it's it's a little bit um uncomfortable and so i'm always encouraging people ultimately to go and find those things that make them a little bit uncomfortable, that they do fear. And you know what? Those things will make you more courageous. And they can be little things. I mean, it, it's not, it, it, if for example, you're afraid of heights, maybe you don't want to jump out of a plane, right? <laughs> I mean, maybe that's not the thing that you really need to do today. But also, maybe you do some little things along the way that allow you to really actually want to go jump out of a plane or yeah. uh, go to Second City and try <laughs> out because you are a little afraid of it. So that is really what I, what I meant in that chapter. And I think that it goes a little bit further too as well. I mean, as, as you know, I've, I've, uh, built a company for the last 15 years with an incredible team. But I came up with this idea for Hint, which is for those of you who aren't familiar, it's unsweetened flavored water. I didn't have any experience in the beverage industry. I came from tech. Uh, I was uh, I was doing great in tech and had risen in the ranks and and everybody thought that I should stay in tech. But when I ran into this problem, around health, which, which I purely by accident just decided to swap out my diet soda, diet Coke in particular for drinking plain water. What I realized is that it actually did get me healthier. I had been trying to lose weight for years. And, uh, and when I stopped drinking diet soda, which I thought was totally healthy, that's when I lost 24 pounds in two and a half weeks and my acne went away my energy levels went up. And what I realized is that I really believed that I should be drinking water. People had told me eight glasses of water a day for years and years, but yeah. I just wasn't doing it. Yeah. 
And so when I started slicing up fruit and threw it in water, um, that just helped. And so people kept asking me, how'd you lose all this weight? How did like, you look great. You just look so much more healthy. And I would share the story with people and they were, they were like, that's crazy. A lot of them doubted me, didn't mm-hmm. believe, you know, didn't all believe the doubters. <laughs> yeah. All the doubters. And when I took this product to whole foods, which had just opened in my, the, my area in San Francisco, that's when I was just so educated by not only the fact that there was an, this category or, I mean, certainly not this company on the market, but no one was doing unsweetened flavored water. Yeah. And so I had all kinds of, um, I was very excited. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I found something that someone hasn't done. Yeah. But then I got a little scared because I didn't have the experience. I really you know, wasn't sure whether or not I was going to be able to do this. And I thought, well, I'll try and see what happens. I can always go back to being in tech. And the, the mo- there, there were so many moments when I felt like, I'm going to have to close the company. I don't know if I'm going to be able to raise money, all of these different things along the way. And I think the thing about entrepreneurs that I've heard in particular over the last few years is I've been out public speaking on growing my company and and being an entrepreneur is that we always hear about the unicorns and the failures and the stuff in between of how you did it, how you were able to overcome something or, or get a little bit further, or did you ever have any mistakes? Did you ever doubt yourself? Did you have doubters? Did you fail at anything along the way? Those things just aren't told. And I felt like now's that to me is the most important and frankly, most interesting part of someone's journey. And whether you are choosing to be a true entrepreneur and and start a company like I did from scratch, or you are just trying to get up in the morning and try and figure out how do you face different things. That is the message that Undaunted is really trying to help you figure out as well as as really face and, and move forward. Yeah. I mean, I love it. Every step along the way you have had to face your fears. And, you know, I think so many people get afraid to to start small. And I I love those stories of you and your Jeep, right? And you're just out there schlepping water to Whole Foods, right? And now you've built this company and you started at the beginning, right? You started from that first bottle, that first test and how do we make it better? And how do we make it better? And I also love how many yes and moments you've had throughout your career. So you would get hit with the challenge. Something crazy would happen. You'd get into Starbucks and then Starbucks would call you and say, "Eh, you're not in Starbucks anymore. And like all these peaks and valleys and wins and losses, but you never allowed any of it to stop you. And you sort of used it as rocket fuel for what came next. And anytime I talk to an entrepreneur, this is a theme, a theme, a theme, especially the entrepreneurs that have made it. They they continue to say yes and. And on page 101, you write something that I love. Uh, you, you had a, a stop. There was a point where you were told no. And uh, it was when you guys were trying to figure out how to get more shelf life into hint mm-hmm. and your mm-hmm. husband was using the little cappuccino machine and trying to heat it to a certain certain temperature you guys were you know you kept getting told no it's not going to last long enough and it's you know it's just you needed longer shelf life and so instead of stopping you right here you go for a lot of people 
that might have been the end of the project. This poem, this point where your husband said, um, you know, I looked at all the options. We've talked with people over the country and you're like, right. And he's like, we know what we want to do. We want to create a fresh tasting, all natural fruit infused water with no preservatives, um, with a reasonable shelf life. Right. So we can distribute nationwide. Mm -hmm. And your husband goes, well, I'm sorry. But given the bottling process is available, it's not possible. There's just no way to do what you want. And you go for a lot of people. That might have been the end of the project. That was what Theo was thinking, your husband. And then you smiled and you said to Theo, OK, what can we do? Mm-hmm. And I have goosebumps reading that because so many people don't say, yep, OK, this is a thing. And what can we do? Talk to me about that. Were you born that way? Were you just born that way? Or has that gotten better for you and easier for you over time? So I, I think I am the last of five kids and I had uh, brothers, brothers in particular, but yeah. I had brothers and sisters who, uh, let's just say that my parents got used to saying no. And so, <laughs> yeah. so in addition to me, um, saying why I, I also commonly said, well, what can I do? Uh-huh. And, and so I was constantly in this mode of, as my dad used to say, pushing the envelope a, a little bit and, and constantly trying to see exactly what can I do? And so I think naturally I was, I don't know if I was born that way, but living up in living in in a house like I did, I think I I just started saying it. And so when I came to actually launching my own company, I think it just seemed pretty natural to be able to do that. But, you know, it's interesting. I really thought about this when I was writing this book. I think being in the tech industry prior to actually going into the beverage industry and consumer products really helped me to kind of have it's a mindset of saying what can we do, what can we do in the tech industry if you think about it it is a constant you you get your product ready and you get it out there but you already know that 6 months from now you're going to have an update mm-hmm. right and that's the way things work and as i joked with somebody the other day you know that the Apple iPhone, the, the, the one that's coming out in two years, someone has it inside of Apple, right? Like they're constantly updating and upgrading versus the, the food and beverage industry. You launch a product like a Coca-Cola, for example, and then it just sits there. And unless, and you, put, you run a bunch of advertising around it, unless the sales go down. And so then you reformulate and you do other things. For us, I just always thought of it as let's just get it on the shelf and and, you know, not talk about the fact that we really want to have a shelf life, but we'll have this innovation and research thing going on in the background. And again, the product was totally safe. It's just was not and it was it was ready to be out there for consumers. But I knew, too, from being in the tech industry that there were going to be things that I was going to see once it got on the shelf that I wanted to make slight adjustments to. And so I think that that is such a key thing. And and oftentimes I'll run into entrepreneurs who will say to me, you know, like, 
I don't, we're working on it. It's got, you know, and they're taking a long time. They're investing lots of money into it. And I often caution people just obviously you want it to be safe, but you want to get it on the market and really get a true response from consumers because otherwise, you know, you'll have other things that yes. you want to change. So Okay. I'm so glad you're going here right now. This is like the perfect segue. So in chapter 11, I think it's titled build the plane while you're flying it. And I loved that so much because I feel like we're doing that all the time. And I run a creative business, right? A content business. Um, but, but I always joke with Amanda on my team that I feel like we're in a startup, right? Because like most of the time we are flying that plane while we're putting wings on it. And I'll give you a perfect example of something that literally just happened. And I haven't spoken about it to anybody, but Amanda on my team. So we have this planner that has been a dream project of mine. Goal-focused planning has changed my life like dramatically over the last seven, eight years. And I decided to create my own goal-focused planner and it's called the Vibe and Thrive Planner. We run a mastermind alongside of it. Long story short, it's our first time working with a, a real printer, a big distributor, and um, we, we are learning that process, okay? Mm-hmm. And how printers work and uh, it's very different than writing a book, uh, you totally. know, a planner and, you know, self-publishing things on say Amazon. So anyway, we're learning. So we get the first round out. We're flying the plane while building it. So we, it's a 90 day planner and we need people to test drive this week so we can continue to listen and make it better and even brighter as people continue to thrive with this tool. Well, the first round comes out, Kara. Okay, let me hold it up for you so you can see here. So uh, it's a bright pink cover. We have a yellow and a pink, okay? And I mean, it's a big part of my brand. Bright pink, bright pink and yellow. Well, the planners have printed muted pink and muted yellow. So our first round goes out, they sell out and everybody's getting the, now the insides are perfect, right? They're what we want right now. Uh, But the outside um, is not perfect because we missed uh, a conversation that we should have had with our printer to make sure there wasn't an extra filter on the designs our designer gave him. Long story mm-hmm. short, I have been pissed, like furious, like who can I fire everybody's heads? Like, oh my God, I'm never like, and I'm so embarrassed and, you know, integrity. And I've been showing everybody a certain version and I'm starting to get the tags on Instagram of everybody using the planner and not one freaking person is saying anything about the cover design. Right. So my point is we're flying this plane right now while we're building it. It's a beautiful product and it works and the tools inside of it, we believe in, we're going to make edits. And I guess what we're saying here and what you've said in that chapter and why I loved it so much is that you have to be ready to lie and you have to be brave enough. As long as you've got a safe product and a product you believe in, you have to be brave enough to start because that's how you're going to learn how to make it even better. And things are supposed to change, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just as another example, when I, in the middle of this pandemic, I, my book was launching and I, I, we were going to hold off on doing an audio version of the book because my publisher felt like all of the studios were closed. And I live in San Francisco in the Bay area. I found a very small, very private um, studio that I was able to record in and, uh, they did a good job, but there were, there were some issues with it. It wasn't perfect. And I still launched it. And then I went back in and I revised it afterwards. And because again, I knew 
I wasn't going around telling everybody it, you know, oh, don't really get the audio version. Kind of what I want to do with the planner. I'm like, oh, I want to apologize for it, but why bring it up? No. And again, like, I think that that's the key thing is that you just have to keep moving because what you notice, you're going to notice your warts, right? And then you just keep moving. And now what's ironic is I, I share the story the one about not really having the shelf life that we wanted. And we have early customers of Hint that remember our old style bottle and clear labels. You had clear labels. Yeah. And, you know, I talk about the fact that, uh, that I would, I would not even deliver enough product to the store. I would tell them, oh, we're sold out. And Whole Foods would say, what do you mean you're sold out? I mean, you only gave us 10 cases, but the truth was, was that I was really you know, hand monitoring a lot of the cases because I wanted to make sure that the shelf life was, was proper. And, and obviously it was, it was all safe through the whole, you know, process. But anyway, I just, I really, really believe that there's, when I was at a prior to AOL, I was at a little startup in Silicon Valley that was a Steve Jobs idea. It was a spin out of Apple uh, and there were four guys that worked for Steve Jobs. I got the job because I was obsessed with Steve yeah, uh, when yeah. I was in college, saw all of his computers come to life. And I was like, this guy really gets it. I mean, it really moved from mainframe into and these ugly PCs to the suddenly beautiful with the cute little Apple on it. I was like, this guy gets it. This yeah. is how computers will ultimately flow out because they're beautiful and people want to have them out and, and have them in space. Anyway, when I moved to Silicon Valley, I thought, gosh, who is the person that I would really like to work for? Cause I admire just the sense of, of design and creativity. And so I, uh, I, I never worked for Steve, but I reached out to the people that were working on the startup and they had worked for Steve. And I, I, anyway, a a story that I talk about in the book around, I cold called, I was scared. I, you know, kept thinking, you know, this is ultimately what I want to do, but I, and maybe somewhere in there, I was thinking, gosh, it'd be so great to meet Steve, which I never did meet. I was just going to ask you that. Did you? Yeah, I didn't get to meet him. Um, but the, I remember this guy, one of our investors, who was a gentleman, who very senior at at America Online, who was one of our investors, Ted Leonsis, and he had this saying, which I I still uh, grab constantly when I'm when I'm thinking about things. That he said, the goal is to get as many watermelons on the cart, and you know that some of those watermelons are going to fall off the cart. And that's okay, yes. right? And so just put them on the cart and celebrate the fact that you were able to keep some on the cart. And I thought, okay, I get it. It's interesting because some of the guys that were not as marketing and more creative and sales focused, they were more engineers. They were like, yeah. well, why can't you, you know, Put a cart together a that has, you know, the, that keeps the watermelon that's on the cart or whatever. And I was like, I get it. I yes. know exactly what you're talking about. So but, good. I yeah, needed so. to hear that right now. And I, I really received that. So it's never going to be perfect, but the, the, the goal should always be 
forward momentum. And uh, you continue to do that time and time again. And your book is full of stories, relatable, relatable, Kara, stories that um, help us all hold a little bit of space for the power that forward momentum has in our life. So um, I could literally talk to you all day uh, and we don't have that. You're a busy CEO. We've got things going on, but I want to do something fun before I get you off the show. I want to ask you five questions. Okay. Um, And the first one is about rituals. Do you have a go-to like morning ritual? What What are your mornings like? Yeah. So I'm up at five o'clock. I live in San Francisco. So, um, or just outside of San Francisco in Marin County. And I, part of what I did when I became an entrepreneur was I moved to a place where I felt like I was not only going to be able to have great schools for my kids to go to, but also outdoor space so that I could hike. So I walk out my door and I hike three to five miles with my dogs and most of the time my husband every morning. And it's amazing. Wow. What a great way to check your vibe before the rest and it, of the day. It really notice, sets my brain for the day. Uh, and notice how Kara did not say she jumps right into her email or she goes to start talking to distributors. And now there are going to be times we have to be reactive in our businesses and there are things that are burning or on fire or, or literally things we have to do. But uh, I love that Kara uh, makes a big deposit into who she is before she goes uh, to work. What about this? And this might be a tough one for you because it's scattered throughout the book. But if you could pick one piece of advice, like what is the best piece? The watermelon story is pretty legit. And if you want to, if you want to use that as your answer, I'm fine with that. But what is the best piece of advice you've, you've ever received? I would say the watermelon is one of them, but I think also thinking about what's the worst that can happen. Mm -hmm. And I do this a lot, right? And, and when you think about it, whether it's in life or it's in business. I mean, in the, in the case, I go back to you of, of, I mean, what was the worst that was going to happen? What's the worst that's going to happen when you go to second city and you, you know, go on stage, Yeah, you get get booed, you, whatever, right? Like it's really never that bad, right? Most of the time. And so if you actually think about what's the worst that can happen, it actually gives you the courage to just move forward. I love it so much. I love it. That's one of the things we talk about all the time in our community. And I, um, you'll love this. Keep this one in your back pocket. I now go, uh, okay, yes, I could do what's the worst that could happen. And I do do that. And then I write a whole list down of what's the best thing that could happen. Mm -hmm. If I reach out, what could happen? And then you start to go down this magical rabbit hole of possibility and it empowers you versus, um, so yes, we want to be, of course, I think it's a smart entrepreneurial decision to be thinking about worst case scenarios so that you can, you know, think about it. You've got a pandemic going on. And if you're not thinking about money in the bank and savings and spending before you, you know, saving before you spend, I mean, you're going to, you're going to run into problems. Uh, So I think it's smart to be thinking about worst case scenarios, but we don't want to live there. Uh, The empowering conversations are, you know, what's the best that could happen? I love that so much. Okay. Two more questions. What is the, what is the purchase you've made in the last six months under a hundred bucks that you are loving right now? Under a hundred dollars. I'm looking around because I've gotten uh, lots of of goodies. Uh, 
Let's see. I know it's a tough one. I know it's a really tough one, actually. And I feel like it has something to do. Gosh, I wish I could show it to you, but it has, it's an, it, there's a lens on my camera Ooh. that I really, really like. And so I would say that that is one of, I don't know, I've done a, a few of them. And then there's a ton of books as oh, well. Yeah. I mean, well, that's a question I was going to ask you too. What's the, what's the most life-changing book you've read? Like what uh, is, I'm you, right in the midst, actually, of reading this book. Have you heard of this book? Oh, Atomic. I love James. He's an Ohio guy. He's in Columbus. Yeah. He's not far yeah, from Yeah, it's a great book. It's and Atomic Habits, by the way, Fear Boss. I don't know if we said that. Atomic. So good by James Clear. And it's really just putting good habits into place. Exactly oh. what we were talking about. So less than $100. Yes, that is a really good one. Atomic Habits by James Clear. We'll link up in the show notes and, um, you know, read Undaunted, read Atomic Habits, and you're going to be locked and loaded. Last question for you, Kara. So the name of this podcast is Yes And with Judy Holler. So when I offer those two words up to you, what comes to mind? These words, yes and. I would have to say, yes, move forward. and. It's ultimately you're going to you're going to get the success that you want to have as long as you have the right mindset. Mm, Your vibe completely affects your ability to thrive. I I did not pay Kara to say that. I promise you she did not know I was going to ask that, but it's so true. And, you know, Kara, you live that and you model that for so many of us who are watching. And I'm just uh, proud to know you. So honored to have you here on the show. So much you too. You're my, you're my pal now. I, we, we only met recently and we were, you know, kindred spirits for For sure. sure. We have very similar mindsets and uh, you are one special lady. So thank you for, for lighting the way for so many um, females to just show up in the world. And I can't wait for people to read your book. Everybody needs to. So Kara, thank you for being here with us. Today. Thanks everybody. And come visit me on social at Kara Golden. And uh, I hope you enjoy reading my book Undaunted as well. And thank you so much for coming over and, and having me. Yes, we will link up to everything Kara Golden in the show notes. Go follow her on Instagram, grab her book. And Kara, once again, thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, Fear Boss, so real quick, I am a part of the Soul Fire Productions family. They produce this show and it's incredible. It's an awesome group of human beings. And what's so cool is it's a whole network of really badass podcasters. So um, I want to tell you about a podcast, especially all my mamas out there may really love. Um, if you're a mama fear boss and you have children, um, if you've been through birth and pregnancy, and maybe if you're struggling with postpartum um, and that shift and struggling there, you got to check out Mother the Mother. It's a podcast and an online space for women to gather energetically. And you know, I'm all about that energy and that vibe uh, and to gather sister to sister and mother to mother to really focus on the power of mothers and offer real life advice and uh, and talk about that experience of pregnancy and birth. And most importantly, of course, that postpartum shift. It's a powerful time in history to be a woman. Uh, We are better together. (laughs) And on Mother to Mother, you will hear stories of conception, pregnancy, birth, 
postpartum, death, owning a business, starting a business, being a stay-at-home mom, conscious partnership and what that looks like, therapy, nutrition, alternative healing modalities, spirituality, medical freedom, and so much more. Yo, it takes a village to raise a confident mother, not just a child. I think you're going to love this podcast. Link in the show notes to go check it out. Okay, Fear Boss, I hope you loved my chat with Kara. I hope you loved listening to her as much as I loved talking with her. And I would love to hear from you. Talk to me on Instagram, send me a DM, and let me know what your favorite part of the episode was. Plus, I want to know what your word of the year is. I love seeing your posts, so keep them coming. And as always, you can email me anytime at hello at judyholler.com to share your show ideas feedback and inspiration. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this with your buds. Thank you for leaving a review. And until next week, keep saying yes and stay brave.